All right, so here we go. Let's start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Just a second, too long. Um, well, let's do our warm-ups. Um, I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Okay, <laughs> should we go? Yeah, okay. You want to start? Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to episode 11. Welcome to the show. This week we listened to Bailanos con el Umo, and I probably messed that up by Lillian Francis. Thanks for saying that for me. I just don't have the self-confidence to do that, so thank you. I practiced a little bit, but I'm not a Spanish speaker, so. But you know who is? Lillian Francis? Yeah. We're going to talk to her a bit later and listen to the song. I'm so excited. Me too. But before we do that, I have a question. Yes. For you. How you doing? I'm doing all right. What about you? Like, wait, you know oh, what? Okay. I'm well. sorry. I always do this. <laughs> I need to change. This is me changing right here, right now. <clears throat> you just deflected. Yeah, me. I do. I do that often. Well, I'm doing well. <laughs> no, I mean. Honestly, I'm doing okay. <laughs> it's pretty late. It's Mother's Day. Had a fun Mother's Day. Um, that is revealing that we recorded this. I know. I thought it would be fair to our listeners. Sunday night, and it's going out Monday morning. So, you know what? We just like to have a fresh, fresh podcast for you out there. It's true. It doesn't mean we're really good at procrastinating <laughs> and really bad at time management. No, don't it, it get, does not mean that. Don't get any ideas. We're just so, we just want to get the most fresh podcast out. Yeah. We may as well live stream this. We like our podcast. Like, we like our coffee fresh. Hot. Amazing. Or maybe iced. True. That's and true. Yeah, hot and ready like those pizzas from Little Caesars. Yes. So we are, we may be experiencing some technical difficulties <laughs> today <Sorry>. because, <laughs> uh, why, why is that? We might be hearing some sounds. Okay, look, just, you guys, we are very kind of anxious about this because like there's some weird sound issues see i can't even talk there's some weird sound issues this episode why what would they be <laughs> well number one the first one is like my parents house where we are at currently it's kind of like an old loud house because the heater's running because it is snowing in may yes which we like snow we're not putting it down just we're a little nervous that if it sounds weird yeah well the heat might be running but you know what it adds to the flavor of the podcast, like we, we mentioned later with Lillian. And the second reason is that my dogs are right above us. And if you hear some little claws or talons, whatever you want to call them, scraping against the floor, it's just some cute animals. So we're sorry about that. Yeah, we might bring them on. It's okay, though. This, it adds to the show. But anyway, so yeah, we're back at the guest room and we're coming at you 
with a new episode. You know where I think we should go? Where? Right now? Over there, into the corner. <gasps> to Mariel's Fun Fact Corner? Yes. Or Dream Angel's Fun Fact Corner? Either one. Well, do I have some interesting facts for you? Yes. Are you ready? I hope you do. Wait, oh, let me explain. My Fun Fact Corner is the place where I... I think people know by now. But what if they don't? What if this is okay, their first okay. time? What if they just came upon it? I am going to tell you four fun facts that I have found on the internet. And you're going to tell me your favorite one. So are you ready? Cool. So the first one is that rich Russians hire fake ambulances. So in the United States, it's illegal. And I think in Russia, too, it's illegal to chase an ambulance. Like, to, I don't know, to get through traffic or whatever. So... Oh really rich people in Russia hire these like ambulance taxis and they're like $200 an hour and they will blast their sirens to speed the passengers through traffic. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So it's like a fraudulent police escort of sorts? Yeah, essentially. Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) Okay. My second one. Can we talk about that? Yes. Two seconds. Yes, yes. (laughs) That's a good way to get through a traffic jam. But also, like, if it was a real ambulance, it's actually a really messed up thing to do. It's a bad way to get through a traffic jam fast. Right. <laughs> it's a it's a not it's a naughty way to get through a traffic jam. I just like who thought of that? Rich people. They're like, you know what? Let's make big ambulances to go through traffic. Why not like just get a cop car? I mean, I don't know. Why not just? Yeah, I guess you're right. Honestly, though, do you know what the equivalent of of this is? Helicopter. No, no, no. If you are in a music venue and you for some reason have a flashlight with you and you want to get to the front of the venue just shine that flashlight like it can't be your phone flashlight it honestly has to be the real flashlight yeah people move for a flashlight no matter what i don't know what that is maybe they're afraid you're gonna bust them for smoking in there or something or they're like oh no like this person's important they've got a flashlight so that's my fun facts slash fun tip for you that's the first one that's the first one okay okay my second one is that jack ma the founder of one of China's most successful companies, I think Alibaba, failed primary school twice and middle school three times and also failed his university exam three times. He was also rejected by the police force and even KFC, but now is one of the richest people in the world. Wow. So, and I feel like I was reading about him and he, he's like, just wants to be that example success story. Like, keep trying, you know? If you don't, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Exactly. Alibaba. Alibaba. That's their slogan. It should be. That's True. cool. No, that's really nice because life can get you down. It can be discouraging. It's true. But he did it. Like, if you ever feel like you're not good at anything, you might even, like, start a company. And now you can buy bootleg items that come from <laughs> China really slow on AliExpress. Thanks yes. to him. Thank you, Jack But Mark. I love AliExpress. I know. Okay, my next one. I got the soundproof foam from there. True, and it turned yellow so quick. It turned yellow, but it's awesome. It still proofs the sound. That's true. That's true. But that brings me to my next fact. An astronaut released an album with all songs recorded in space. Wow. Let me tell you about it. Was it called Star Sailor? No. Oh, like the band should be? Yeah. I wonder if anyone has taken that yet. Either way, in 2015, a Canadian astronaut named Chris Hadfield, released his first album, which was entirely recorded while he was in orbit. Not only was he the first Canadian to walk in space, 
He's also a talented musician who went viral with a cover of David Bowie's Space Oddity. Hadfield spent 144 days at the International Space Station recording his 11 original songs for his appropriately titled album, Space Sessions, Songs for a Tin Can. Okay, that's amazing. So we're going to drop a sample of that here because I really want to hear that myself. So here it is. This is ground control to Major Tom. Awesome. I'm sure that sounds sick. I haven't heard it yet, but <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, me too. That's I such a cool. To it that's such a cool thing I've never heard of. So I'm like, that's out of this world. Whoa. True. Very true. Okay. My last fun fact is that newborns don't shed tears. So tear ducts don't fully develop in infants until they are one to three months old, making it impossible for babies to shed actual tears. So that's why they like cried really loudly it says in this article i don't know wow yeah. so they cry more because they can't get the tears no i don't know i just i don't know what that was about <laughs> but yeah that's interesting and maybe everyone knows that and we just don't but i never knew that i don't know that i don't I know still that don't know it. <laughs> no that's cool i mean it's, that's just wild because they cry more than literally anyone else yeah they definitely cry more than they talk but they don't have any tears <laughs> You know that new weekend song, Save Your Tears? I love that song. Do you think that's about being an infant? Baby? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Because you save your tears for later. Because you can't. Why do that's I That's crazy sound weird? that The Weeknd <clears throat> knew that. You don't sound weird. I feel like I sound so weird. No, no, no. Okay, so those are cool. Let's talk about the best of those. So let's tally the votes. I think my favorite is going to be... The space songs. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm into space. True. But, uh, and music. So <laughs> I think that that was pretty sick, unless the, the song is really bad. We'll see. But no, I'm just kidding. My favorite is the Russian taxis one. That one's just the most wild, I think, because it's like, ethically, I'm not down with for it. it but Me it's neither. also really like clever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. But also the Jack Ma one, pretty cool. You could say that's like a type of a Russian hack. Ooh, that's a Russian hack in a whole new sense. A life hack. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Thanks for those facts. And if you guys have a fact out there, send it our way. I won't read it. Send it to Dream Angel on Instagram or Twitter. Actually, send it to Instagram because I don't know how to log into our Twitter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Twitter. True. Just tweet at me and okay. I will check it. Actually, yeah, that's way better. Awesome. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What is one thing that you've been into this week? Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> I think that, funny enough, one thing I've been into this week is snow. And you might think, slow. Snow? You're crazy. It's May. But guess what? We just moved from Phoenix, Arizona, where there is no snow. And I just love snow, and we got to see a little bit. It wasn't a ton, but it just reminds me of the winter and being cozy and I'm a seasons guy, so you Me know too. what? It was fun. Can and I... it's gone now, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> Can I tell you like a little anecdote about the snow from this time? Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night the other night when the snow had just snowed. And I was like lying in bed and I was like, oh my God, I like it feels like Christmas. 
Yeah, it's got that glow it's and got that was, like, feeling. The moon glowing off the snow. Yeah, it was so nice. What's better than that? True. And it's a good time to record when the snow has fallen because fun fact. True. Funnest of facts, honestly. Snow will absorb the audio. Did you do that on the podcast? I don't think so. Well, here's Slow Magic's fun fact um, nook over here. So, <laughs> <You're no good. laughs> do you know why it's quiet when it snows? Because the snow acts <laughs> as like a, a blanket and it absorbs all the sounds. Yeah, I love I love the silence from snow. I just think it's magical. So next time you're out there in the snow and you're like, it's so quiet and peaceful, it's because all the sound got eaten up by the snow. And isn't that cute? <laughs> we'll probably talk about the, that this winter. Yeah. So probably a lot. So. Well, I meant like that fact. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. We'll probably keep. Yeah. But what about you? What's something you've been into this week? Well, this is kind of relates to oh, thing that what? Sorry, I've also <laughs> been. <laughs> I've been into talking to my mom on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to to your mom and to my mom and your mom. Thanks for listening. I know you guys were listening too, but. I just really like talking to my mom. I like talking to my mom too. And on I like, Mother's Day. Yeah. Shout out to all the mom. And grandmoms. Grandma. I'm sorry I cut you off there. Yeah. And yeah, okay. <laughs> well, speaking of your mom, one thing that I've really been into is the tea kettle that she sent us. Oh yeah. It's pink. It's cute. I love it. It matches all your pink stuff and our pink coffee maker. But now that you've said what you said, I love my mom. I love you, mom. But yeah, I've been really into the tea kettle. It's I don't know why we haven't like we never had one. It's the nicest thing ever. I like it a lot too, using that for pour over coffees and for your tea. It's awesome. Okay, and one last thing related to moms is that we are going to answer a question from your mom. Oh yeah. yeah. So Okay. You <laughs> Yeah. You, you ask it. Oh, well my mom and and us were both really into the Gilmore girls and we both just finished watching it again. So uh, my mom was asking a question for the podcast, which was, what do you think about the music on Gilmore Girls? So this will be a quick little question thing. I like the music on Gilmore Girls for the most part. I think that personally, some of the la-las and that gets annoying to me. Um, Should we put a sample of it into like into it? Yeah. La la la. <laughs> la 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 la. Um I mean, if you've not seen the show, there's a really like consistent um music by like one lady and then one guy who ends up being in the show. But I mean, I really like the the cohesive like nature of the there's a guy singing in the town square and it kind of fits into the show. I mean, The Town Troubadour. Yeah, I like it overall. And I mean, the soundtrack as well, there's some really classic songs in there that come in. And then there's also, um, what's her name? Carol King. Carol King, who did the theme song, is like, a, uh, she has a music shop in the town, which I love. So, I mean, that's cool. They tie it all together. Um, and it's fairly 90, very 90s. I know it's like an early 2000s show, but it's got that 90s aesthetic with the music. And yeah, I mean, it's cool. They even have like guest musicians like Sonic Youth in one episode. So I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, I like the music. What do you think? Okay, well, you see, I really like how many musical elements are in the show, like Carol King, and there's a person in the show who starts a band, and like I love that. True, yeah. With like Sebastian... Sebastian Bach, Bach from yeah. 
an 80s band. But yeah, I don't really know much about him, but like he's funny in it. But I honestly never think about the music. Like you and I will always like sing the intro song, but like I don't know if we're singing it because we're kind of annoyed with it or if we're really into it. It's like, I don't know. I never think about it. Like music is there and I like a lot of the music stuff, but like a lot of the music references I feel like are very early 2000s and I don't always like relate to them. But, but the music itself. Yeah, the music you, itself. I just. Do you like the la 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 lady? No. You don't like it. No, I don't. <laughs> it gets annoying, but. It gets so annoying. I think the more I watch the show, the more it grows on me and I notice different, like, different things. And also I checked out um, the lady's music. I don't know her name, but she has some, like, good 90s hits. So, I mean, it's cool that they got someone like that. It, anyway, that's. Like, if her song. If the La La La's like had a scent, it would be chamomile tea. That's how I truly feel. Okay, so take that as you will out there. Yeah, just <laughs> interpret that as you wish. But and chamomile tea, by the way, gives me migraines. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I could talk about this a lot longer, but we should start a Gilmore podcast. Yeah, let's call it the Gilmore Guys. Gil- how about the Gilmore Gal and Guy? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I don't a, think that's been done yet. There's no one out there doing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for the question, Mom. I mean, I love Gilmore Girls. That's my answer. It's the best. Me too. So speaking of music, I think it's time to listen to a song. Shall we listen to Lillian Francis' song? Yeah. Perfect. Let's listen now. Here it is.
Hey guys, it's me, Slow Magic, the engineer for the podcast. And I just wanted to put a little note in here. I'm taking full responsibility, but something with Lillian's microphone and the recording might sound a little funny. I think it sounds like there's two of her voice at once, which I think is even better than just having one. So sorry, Lillian, about our um, our website, but we're trying our best, everyone. It's a great interview, so please enjoy. Hello, my name is Lillian Francis, and I am a sonic collager from Davis, California. Hey, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So this week we listened to your song, and I'm gonna yeah. probably butcher the <laughs> Spanish. You would and not so be the maybe, first. <laughs> maybe I'll let you introduce the song. Um, actually, <laughs> I would love to hear your take on it. You go. Okay. I um, feel like it's like here's mine. Um. By, wait, I have to, like, by Lamos Canal Umo. That by, was not terrible. <laughs> by Lamos Canal Umo? Um? Yeah, that was closer. It's by Lamos Canal Umo. Honestly, Luma. I'm, like, terrified. Like, terrified of mispronouncing, like, foreign mm-hmm. languages. So it's, like, that's, like, one of my fears, you know? Ooh. Even if I know something, uh-huh. I'm, like... I won't. I can't. I'm just like, uh. Yeah, you know, when when we're I traveling, like, I always try to say thank you, but I always get a little like stage fright mm-hmm. diving into other languages. But, um, are you a native Spanish speaker, or I mean, I tell us about yourself. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm actually not a native Spanish speaker, um, but I went to a Spanish immersion elementary school, so. Started speaking Spanish in kindergarten and then through, yeah, elementary school and junior high school and high school in college. And then I lived in Spain. Oh, cool. So I've kind of spoken Spanish my whole life, but I also, I took like a two year break in college where I had like, after I passed the AP test, I was like, cool, cool. I never have to speak it again. Like we're done. That's what a language was for. You just do it to speak it in <laughs> in class and like get college credits. And then like my sophomore year or no, my junior year when I was selecting where I wanted to study abroad. Um, I sound so privileged saying that. I am. <laughs> Anyways, I was <laughs> just trying to decide where I wanted to study abroad. And I realized that I could not speak Spanish. And I have this like very vivid memory of like, being pretty high with my friends and trying to speak Spanish and realizing that I couldn't, but realizing that whenever I tried, it was like opening up tunnels in my brain that weren't used for anything else. And it was like such an expansive feeling of speaking this language. And I like fell back in love with Spanish. And so like studied abroad in Spain and really, um, yeah, worked on it. So I'll like go a couple years without speaking it and then I'll go to Spain and speak it a lot and then it comes back to me so yeah best thing my parents ever did was enroll me in Spanish immersion very very grateful that's awesome yeah I'm I'm jealous because like I feel like I don't have the talent of learning languages oh super not true did you did you learn languages as a kid at all I learned Spanish okay that didn't stick with me as much as I tried. Yeah. How old were you when you learned? High school? Middle school? Yeah. I don't know. I bet if you learned, like, in elementary school, it would have been a lot easier. It is wild how, like, oh, important it is to learn shit when you're a kid. 
you know? Yeah. Like music too. Um, like, do you guys play instruments, instruments, or read music? I do. Okay. And I did learn, like, pretty young just by playing instruments because I have a musical family. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I was just, uh, like, immersed in music before I really realized it. Yeah. And I think that helps a lot. Dude, totally. Like, I didn't realize that speaking Spanish was cool until I got to junior high school. And I was already, like, I was taking social studies in Spanish. And everyone else was, like, just starting. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is lit. Quote, junior high school Lily himself. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of, like, sounds like when some kids are forced to do piano lessons. Yeah. And they probably don't like it until maybe later they realize that it's what they like. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I actually, this is like one of the greatest regrets of my life is not doing music as a kid because I actually come from a very musical family. Like my grandma is a music teacher and on my dad's side, everyone's a musician. And um, I played cello in third grade. I did it for a year. And for some reason, I stopped um, in fourth grade. Actually, I know why. It was because music and PE were the same time and I just wanted to (laughs) go out and run about. Um, but anyways, I regret it so much because, like, I don't play music necessarily. Like, I used to play guitar and, like, I, I play piano and stuff, but I can't read music. You know, I can't improvise. I don't have that instrument brain connection that I so admire and, like, want so badly. And I know it's never too late and I can learn, like, life is long, hypothetically, um, <laughs> optimistically. But yeah, wish I learned as a kid. It honestly haunts me every day. If I could play the cello, like, game would be over, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that that's interesting because I've had the similar thoughts sometimes about, like, I wish I took piano lessons. But I do mm-hmm. think that I think that you have to realize the journey you took is why you're where you are. Like, yeah. I feel like sometimes... If, if a situation where someone was forced to do something or, I, I mean, even chose to. I mean, I think you have a, a unique approach to your music you're making now. So I feel like, I guess you shouldn't regret anything is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm working on that every day. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I just want to ask, because um, we've been to Spain a few times, mm-hmm. like where in Spain did you... Uh, where are you living? Yeah, so I've I'd say I've lived in Spain like three different times. So the first time I lived in Spain was when I studied abroad. That was for four months, and I lived in Andalusia in Granada. Which have y'all been to Granada? No, no. <laughs> I mean oh, we've been to. Best, um, dude. No, I would love to. I mean I don't know much about it even. It's really beautiful. It has so much like um, historical influence because it was kind of fought over between the Moors and the, um, like, Christian Spaniards for, like, thousands of years. So the architecture is really, really interesting because it has kind of both influences. It's gorgeous. That's where the Alhambra is, which is, like, an old Moorish, like, castle slash fort. And, yeah, it was really, really sweet living there. Um, And then the second... And then next time I moved to Spain was to Galicia. And this was after I graduated from college. 
And I realized I like went to school down in LA, studied urban environmental policy and um, economics in Spanish. And then I graduated and I was like, sorry, mom, I'm going to become a music producer. (laughs) And realized that the thing that I needed the most was time because like there's a lot of shit to learn like there's a lot of practice that needs to be um put in and so I figured that moving to Spain and teaching English where I got a job where I taught 12 hours a week would give me the most fun or the most time to do um what I need to do so that was kind of the impetus for moving a second time and I got placed by the Spanish government in Galicia which is um and I try to keep it on the low low but it is the most beautiful place in the world. It is like the <laughs> Ireland of Spain. It is rainy as fuck. It's amazing. That sounds really nice. Yeah. We went to like Madrid. Yeah, we went to all the basic. Barcelona. <laughs> the majors. Valencia. I can't remember the rest maybe that we've been to, but those are the main that... But I would love to go back and just eat some food right yeah, now if, food. if we could, you know. Oh, yeah. I what miss kind of, that. What kind of food did you guys fancy over there? Honestly, they have, like, really good Japanese food. <laughs> what? <True. laughs> yeah. I'm serious. No, it's true. I mean, we really like sushi, I guess, so we'll eat it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I remember having some just various tapas and, I, I mean, just so much food. I yeah, feel like all like we did was eat. quality of food. <laughs> and walk. Yeah. Oh, so much walking. <laughs> which I miss. Um, actually, which segments into my third time I went to Spain, um, where I actually walked across Spain. So like 500 <laughs> miles tell. of walking. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, where did you start? And where did you end up? <laughs> and where, um, did you have to carry all your stuff? I'm so confused. LOL. I did. So it is called the Camino de Santiago. And it is a pilgrimage from the southwestern corner of France in Saint-Jean-Pierre-de-Port. And the first day you cross over the Pyrenees and then you're into Spain. And then you basically walk west. It's like along the north coast of Spain. Um, (laughs) Can you guys hear like a very loud um, person mowing the lawn outside? I don't. I heard a little bit of something, but I mean... Currently, right now, we uh, are the house. My parents' house, where we're at, is like so loud, and we're just well, like because ah. it's snowing right now in May, which which I actually what love. What the fuck? I know but it's crazy. The heater like is running because of the snow. So I mean, I think we're good with like it's more atmospheric to yeah, have sounds. Absolutely. Okay. So, so all of our listeners, like, just think of like, it like an experience, like music. <laughs> yeah. Layers <laughs> and background. Right. My. Um, but no, I. I thought I heard an animal maybe when you when you were asking. <laughs> Got you. There's a likely chance my dogs will also pipe up later. But Well, that's always welcome. Yes. All right, perfect. Okay, sorry, a little side <laughs> note, but we are back. We are ready to rage on this story I was telling. Um, basically, yeah, it's a walk across Spain, and I did like 13 miles a day, which sounds like a lot, but it was actually really fucking, I don't want to say easy, but like when all you have to do is wake up and walk, it's pretty chill. It was a really, nice. really um, sweet and beautiful experience. Wait, did you do it by yourself? or I did. did. You do the group? Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So, and you carry everything on your back. <laughs> the first day um, in San Pier the Port, I like had my, like so much shit in my backpack. Um, and w- you 
can start the Camino at like a million different places. So where I started was a start for me, but it wasn't necessarily the start for other people. So there were people staying with me, like in my hostel that night, that were coming from Rome, that were coming from Germany. Like people had been walking months to get there. Um, wow. It's like a very ancient, sacred pilgrimage. Um, for It started as like a Christian pilgrimage because it ends in um, Santiago de Compostela in Galicia, which is where St. James is hypothetically buried. Um, but now it's kind of branched out to anyone who wants to do their own kind of sacred journey. Wow. But uh, this first night, I <laughs> showed like my backpack to someone and they were like, oh, hell no. So we went through it and got rid of like 10 pounds of shit. Like I brought like two pairs of jeans. No, it was the summertime. Like I basically made this box of like just pounds of shit. And in the morning, like my first morning, I walked to the post office and I sent it all back. And then I was like much lighter and it was, it was pretty chill, but That sounds yeah. crazy though. Like it sounds challenging to me, but mm -hmm. I'm sure it was really rewarding and cool to like do that. It was really fucking dope. And um, kind of the impetus behind it was that I did it two years ago and it was a couple months after I released Timeism, which was my first like real EP, I'd say. And that is cool. the EP that Bailamos con el Humo is on. And after finishing the album, I just like put so much work into creating the songs, mixing the songs, like releasing the songs, like doing all this shit that I was like, okay, I need to like take a break and do some life stuff because if I don't live, then I'm going to have nothing to write about. So I really wanted to separate myself and take the journey to really reflect on what my idea of success is, um, what are my goals in making music and really like focus on how I'm going to get there and kind of just like recalibrate and yeah, get, get down to business with myself and then my music. Awesome. So that makes me wonder, like you took time off after you released your EP. Do you have like a similar reflection period? If you come to a creative block, do you just like to like get out and take time or how do you overcome any creative blocks? Oh yeah. Well, I do so many different types of creativity, like making music, um, graphic design, like film direction, um, animation, like just so many different and like reading, you know, watching movies. Like there's so many different types of creativity that I get into. So when I'm like not into music, then I'm just like doing some graphic design or like photography or something. So I bounce around between a lot of different mediums. Um, while also trying to remind myself that music is and should be number one, <laughs> like should be a priority. So honestly, y'all, I haven't made music in like, I want to say like seven or eight months, which is like atrocious <laughs> because I super compartmentalize my life. So like after I got home from Spain, I wrote songs for like 16 months and then I took like two months like finishing all the arrangements and then two months like just mixing the album and then the next two months like just focusing on the release strategy and then I actually released my first single yesterday so I'm like deep in release mode right now but I'm trying to figure out how I can do 
all of, like wear all of the musical hats at once because my mind I just like to like put everything in a box and like only work on this and then only work on this but I need to figure out how to not do that because I cannot spend eight months of the year working on a release and then like you know it just like I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do it all at once no that's like I can relate for sure because it sounds like you're doing everything pretty much on your own with like the project and like releasing but um yeah I feel like definitely I have the same issue sometimes where it's like music is the main thing that I want to do but I end up getting busy with all the other things like mm -hmm. music business stuff and all that yeah. so yeah <laughs> but like definitely I'm trying to just like make more music when even if it's not like for a specific purpose mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. something that I've taken up recently in the last couple weeks is doing like magic hours where I cast a spell for an hour and I make sure that I'm like for this one hour, I'm prioritizing like the things that I know that I need to do every day in order to be an artist. So I do 15 minutes of finger drumming practicing with just like using melodics because I need to be better at finger drumming. And then I do 15 minutes of just noodling on my push where with I just make a beat and see how much I can make in 15 minutes without any sort of like, I need this to like sound good or like, I want to make this sound. It's literally just like, boom, go, flash, have fun. And then 15 minutes vocal warm up and then 15 minutes cardio singing where I bike around town and I sing um, songs that I know, i.e. just like Taylor Swift. I just bike around town singing Taylor Swift at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Um, it sounds like you are working on music. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. This is a new development. This is like okay, the last two cool. weeks. <laughs> but yeah, and actually last night I made like a a jam, just like a 15 second jam that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And I like saw the other side where I'm like so deep in, in just like releasing right now that I'm like yo girl can you even make music anymore like can are you gonna make sounds that you fall in love with again and last night I just made something where I'm like oh this gives me the feels like you got this like hell fucking yeah when you sit down and like you put your mind to it and you reach the other side like it's about to like go down that's awesome and I, I love that feeling um when you finally just have a breakthrough yeah and it's like you know you'd like for so long you're making music and you're like this sucks this sucks this sucks and then like oh shit that's right like i can make music it's startling every time anything that i create that i like is an accident 100p i definitely feel that <laughs> <laughs> so i what i think stood out to me about your song and just kind of like watching more about the song on youtube and stuff is like you had a really unique sound and kind of presence and setup yeah, and fine. stuff Thank um you. that really stood out so I guess my question would be like what kind of influences or what guided you to that what you're doing now yeah cool well one thank you for calling it unique like I can't necessarily see that in my own music because I'm like, oh, this just sounds like what I try to do when I make music. And so mm -hmm. the biggest compliment to me is when someone's like, huh, that was different. I was like, fuck yeah. But totally. um, do y'all know Sylvanesso? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro. Okay. So my sophomore year or 
no, senior year of college, I think, um, 2014, I was in um, Pasadena at the Make Music Pasadena Festival. It's like a small fest. This is like right before they blew up. And my friend dragged mm. me to their concert and they performed, right, their debut album, Selvanesso. And yeah. I have never had like music vibrate that hard within me like i was just like a fucking tune in fork for days and i remember standing in the crowd and looking up at them and thinking that looks like the most fun a person can have and that is what i'm gonna do i don't know how to do that but i know that once i learn i'm gonna be really fucking good at it <laughs> and since then like that was the start of my journey to learning how to produce music so it kind of all started there um, awesome. and things kind of fell into alignment. Like I used to work for in college, a, um, a fruit harvesting company or fruit gleaning. So what we would do is it was a volunteer powered nonprofit that harvested backyard fruit from local trees that were abundant and not being eaten and then donate it to local food banks. Um, so just serendipitously, I was harvesting a neighbor's figs and it turns out that her husband actually owns a, um, music production school in LA, like just down the street from where I was. So I ended up getting connected there and was able to take classes at the Beat Lab Academy in LA. And then nice. that's kind of where it all began. Um, yeah. So that's I awesome. guess... I don't know if there's another part of that question, but, um, no, that's, that's definitely, that's cool. I actually, I got to see and meet Sylvanesso <gasps> yeah. at a festival. I don't even remember where, but they were so nice. Oh, yes. So cool. Um, that's amazing. I cannot wait to play with them again. Oh yeah. Also nice. <laughs> later in 2014, <laughs> they played in my hometown and I got to open for them. And that's that, awesome. like to the, to this day is like, just something that makes me so so warm inside it's like a dream uh, a fulfilled dream those are the best <laughs> for sure it was a fulfilled dream and an unlikely one <laughs> i was like wait is this happening you know oh yeah um, those are the best moments because it's always surreal but yeah greatly yep. at the same time <laughs> definitely i'm super curious as to what you guys think is unique about this track like what stands out to you that is like, a good question oh, okay i feel like it's <laughs> like there's like a fusion of like different styles and like mixed with your singing and like the languages i mean i don't know it almost kind of reminds me of like k-pop or something but like oh, way yes. more unique <laughs> like way more yes. like organic and not like relatable but like relatable or mm. something to like the western world cool. i guess yeah i think what i would say is like um well because so we talked to make belief who i think you know my boy dude <laughs> of course you know because love make believe um he mentioned that this song in particular mm -hmm. and i think maybe he convinced you to send it to us i don't know but <laughs> so glad you did so um but what i was trying to say was like i Actually, that doesn't really apply to what I was going to say. <laughs> I just wanted to mention Make Belief. <laughs> Shout out, dude. I listened to his album this morning. Friend of the show. But so what I was going to say is like, I watched the video of you performing this. Um, 
I don't know if there's like a particular one, but um, I just thought like it was cool to see how like fully it seemed like very produced and made all by one person mm-hmm. and then performed like and I think it's unique to see like a female electronic yeah, musician mm-hmm. to have so much like confidence and yeah definitely. and like stage presence in the way you did thank you which is like so like honestly inspiring and nice to see yeah which like do you have any um advice for other like girls who are wanting to enter the electronic music scene because I think it's a very hard one for girls. Male dominated. Yeah, super male dominated. Um, Just one, fucking do it, dude. It's so fun. Number one is like, you can do it. What one hundo p you can do it. The first time I opened Ableton, I remember looking at all this shit and I was like, lol, no fucking way am I going to know what's going on inside this program like it was so foreign to me but like you open it every single day and you get better like you cannot get worse by practicing and that's what you have to do um yeah i was really lucky that i was able to go to a school to learn because that's my learning style like i want to have someone just explain to me everything that i need to know and be able to ask questions but um yeah there are not a ton of women in the game um well there are we're all rising we are we are lifting as we climb right now but um yeah i don't know just fucking do it like you got this <laughs> that's good advice just do it don't be afraid and if you fail try again if you yeah. fail try again literally don't the only up. difference between the people that make it and the people that don't make it is the people that make it didn't give up so true and Very like true. giving up isn't an if giving up isn't an option for you like for me giving up is not an option there's like there's no plan b therefore i know i'm (laughs) going to make it you know and if you have that mindset then you will make it like as long as you're not under a time crunch you know like you will get better you will realize your vision like the visions that you don't have right now like they will come to you you know like in a year i'm gonna see my my career my future and like where i need to go a lot more clearly than now but i have to give myself that time to get there and i think like not rushing like i want to walk to where i'm going like i don't want to run i want to climb i don't want to be catapulted i want to make sure that when i get to where i'm going wherever that is i am fully prepared and i know my shit so like take it easy there is no rush like we're we're getting there just keep moving one step at a time this is this is the best advice i've heard i know it's just like straight wisdom we're just like sitting here nodding our heads we're like but yeah like totally. I, I feel like i have to go walk across spain now <laughs> dude i, I want like to go back something. so bad oh man because i'm um yeah I like wish I could drop this album and then go walk across Spain again. I really fucking would. But you know, the core core is keeping us all, um, keeping us all indoors. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Well, you could walk across your house. <laughs> <laughs> I know, awesome truly. <laughs> Walking's I'm, fun. I'm just hoping everyone fun. listening like takes that amazing advice because I know, I, know like, I will. Me too. Oh, good. Um, well. I'm glad you guys that um, resonated with y'all. I've also been um, listening to a lot of 
female producers lately. Like, I just discovered Empress of. Hmm. Do you guys know her? Yeah, she's super good. Holy fuck, dude. I do not know how nobody, like, tipped me off to her beforehand, but every single song I listen to of hers is my new favorite song. Like, I truly can't, like, it just, I feel it in my bones. I, like, haven't felt this way about an artist since Sylvanesso. And I think the dopest thing about Lorelai, or Empress of, is that she dropped her first, like, shit that, like, that hit in like 2012 or something and she's been grinding since then so she's one of my influences for sure you know like she was in this game eight years ago so like if you know timeism my ep that i released you know two years ago that's the first thing that like kind of hit for me like i still have six more years before i'm producing the kind of shit that she's producing now you know it's cool. yeah no that's it's always good to like think about I, I, just like what you said earlier it's like take it slow and realize there's like so much time yeah. to like oh I was gonna say that like I really like that you said uh you can't get worse by practicing mm-hmm. too I like that mm-hmm. that's like a good good thing to remember I have that I'm actually looking at it right now I have a post-it on my speakers that says practicing sure as fuck didn't make you worse that's awesome. You need to like make an Instagram account where you just like release things that you say, like well designed. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I would go to, I would follow that. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, Blow Magic, <laughs> you talked earlier about like the music business side of things. And that's mm-hmm. something I do a ton of research on because, you know, you got to know your shit. I'm trying to figure out how to get my Instagram like as on fleeky as possible and um yeah dream angel that's one of the things that like kept coming up on like youtube is like make inspiring like relatable quote content and um i was watching that and i was like yeah i don't have anything to say but then the fact that you just said that (laughs) is like oh maybe i do have something to say so that's really sweet thank you like i feel like we've been inspired like five times in the past (laughs) 10 minutes so y'all yeah motivational speaker over here (laughs) okay so speaking of instagram and other things do you have anything specific that you want to plug aside from you know the song and the the album that it's on but you have a new single yeah it's fun that bailamos con el humo is getting a, a shout out right now because i fucking love that song and like i'll be honest like listened to it in the car yesterday was trying to like refresh my mind like how did i make this song um <laughs> and it slaps i love that song but listening to it i'm like girl your vocals are buried in the mix like just where i was two years ago is um very I feel a lot better now about my music than before. So like, yes, check out Bailamos con el Lumo and Timeism, the EP it was on. But also, yo, my new shit is Fuego. And I just released Rain Check Summer yesterday, which is the first single off my debut album, Moonrise Queendom, which is released on June 5th on the full moon. And it is a really beautiful collection of bangers. I am so excited to release it to the world. So I would say go on Instagram and follow me. And then um, I will be keeping everyone updated. I'm doing like a lot of really cool release shit. Um, I make fanny packs or I call them Lil Franny packs. Nice. <laughs> and uh, they are repurposed stuffed animals that I get from the thrift store. And I like make them into fanny packs. 
And so every song on the album has like a, a one of a kind Lil Franny pack that goes with it. And so I'm going to be doing like different competitions for like the giveaway. And, and yeah, so anyways, follow along. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Okay. So just so everyone, you know, can find it from the audio, what is your Instagram or other handles? Yeah. So my handle is at Lillian Francis, which is Lillian with two L's and then Francis, like Francis. Um, and then I have an extra S at the end, Lillian Francis, because awesome. there's already another Lillian Francis, but. I'm not too hard to find Lillian Francis. Awesome. We'll put links to that in the notes and the site, but. Wait, can we just, can I do, can we do like quick rapid fire, like super rapid fire questions really quickly? Let's go. Okay. What was your favorite concert that you've ever seen? Oh. (laughs) The hard questions. Um, Okay. Off the top of my mind, Shaky Graves in uh, Belfast. Awesome. Yeah. What is. What was your favorite band in high school? Mm, like Iron and Wine or the Avid nice. Brothers. All right. What was the first concert that you ever went to? Um, American Idol. <laughs> World oh, <Tour>. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what genre are you? <laughs> Gut reaction. Indie pop. Okay. Okay. That's a tough one. I know. Yeah. Uh, what is one song that you think everyone should go and listen to? Oh, Void by Empress of. And what is one song, or sorry, one thing that you've been really into recently? It doesn't have to be music. Not music or music, up to you. Oh, I've been Chinese medicine balling. <laughs> Explain. Nice. I don't know what that is. <laughs> How rapid is this fire? Um, it's basically where you twirl like two Chinese medicine balls in your hand. And I have a lot of repetitive stress disorders in my hand. So it keeps my my hand energy flowing, massages my my hands, and um, keeps me strong. So I've been doing a lot of awesome. that lately. Awesome. And one more question. You mentioned casting spells. Yeah, I was going to ask, but I didn't mm. want to like... Can you yeah. elaborate on that? Yeah. And maybe advise on like if we wanted to do that. Sure. So I would say like one hour spell casting where you are laying down the foundation for whatever it is you are manifesting. So for me, it's like I'm manifesting um, next summer festival circuit touring the U.S. Okay, what do I need to do now in order to make sure I am super prepared for that? and making that like an obligation to myself every day. So like that hour is very sacred. It is like me putting in the work and knowing that I'm casting a spell to actually make it come true and be prepared for its um, completion later in life. Nice. I mean, I am slow magic, but I've never done any magic. So (laughs) contrary to the name. Yeah, we're not a big magic family. Damn. Well, then I, awesome. I think you're, like, ready for it, though. You've got the name, you know, you've got, you've got the interest. I'm slow, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're so nice maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get to that. Maybe but I'll get to it someday. There's no rush, you know? Exactly. We're chilling. Well, thank you so much for yeah, joining you. us today. Yeah, of um, course. It's been a pleasure talking, and yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. It has been um, really fun you know, talking about myself for <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> um, no, I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to learn more about uh, my music and my artistry and uh, love the podcast. Love like 
any any medium where I can like dive into other people's processes. So I've been really um, enjoying listening to your guys's interviews and hearing more about what happens behind the scenes because it inspires me to, you know, keep doing things and uh, keep making music. So yeah. Thanks. That's awesome to hear. And yeah, we feel the same way. So yeah, definitely. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Well. Everyone should go check out all of your music now, yeah. after the podcast. Right, or, yeah. or now, whatever. Like right now. <laughs> Just go. Awesome. That was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One more time. That was such a good interview and such a fun time to talk to Lillian. So thanks so much again. So, okay. Let's talk yeah, thank about... thank you, Lillian. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so number one. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? I don't know. We're oh off, my god, I know we're, we're doing... off the rails. Okay. This is the part of the podcast where we do playlisted. Awesome. So this is the time where we pick two songs that we just would put a playlist with this song vibe with this song. So do you want to start this week? Or do you okay. want me to? I can start. Cool. So I'm starting with Toki Monster, steal my attention. Awesome. And then we put Lillian Francis' song in. And then we'd follow that by Sky Ferreira. You're not the one, but the Sid Rim remix. And that sounds like this. Nice. I like that song and the remix. What about you? Um, no, that's cool. So I, I think I cheated this week. So (laughs) (laughs) talking with Lillian Francis kind of reminded me of how awesome Sylvanesso is. So I feel like I'm kind of cheating here because it's an influence of hers, but I'm going to do Coffee by Sylvanesso as the first song. Get up, get down, get up, get down, It's just such a good song. It reminds me of our first U.S. headline tour we did in 2014. Good times. Good times. I just feel like we listened to it a lot. But I love that song. And then I would put Bailamos Canal Uma. And then I would put a song by Moon Bounce called Shake. Which is just a banger, and shout out to Moon Bounce. Um, If you're listening, you're the best. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think that this is a hard song to pin down. I mean, um, we're not trying to make put songs that it sounds like necessarily but 
I feel like some of the production and the sonic qualities remind me of Moonbounce, who's like such a good producer. So, yeah, I mean, this was a, it's a very unique song, like we talked about. Um, so I think the playlisted section is just songs we want to vibe to. Yeah. So that brings us to the next thing, which is mood. Wait, hashtag mood. Yes. This is the part of the podcast where we just imagine a situation which this song would fit with or just like describe your inner feelings that the song would go to. That's me, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. So do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mine would be, let's just say you're like going through like a transformation in your life and you're like becoming like a better version of you. And you're kind of like a butterfly. And it's very cinematic. I always go so cinematic, but I always just imagine it in a movie. I think, yeah, all, all these kind of are movie-like, yeah. which is fine. Maybe it's like a girl finding like... The- I think I've done this before. Like another song made me feel like this, but like a girl it's okay. becoming mean- like a stronger, like more confident version of herself. Yeah. What about you? Like a montage? Yeah, I love nice. montage. Like running or... Yeah. No, not <laughs> okay. running. Like, just like, I don't know. No running. Okay. Well, mine, <laughs> it, I mean, it's hard to not, it's hard to think of uh, a mood without the knowledge of the song. But like, to me, I'm thinking of Spain because we talked about Spain mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking of like walking around Spain, which I I mean, I think that's like kind of a daydream right now already. Just walking somewhere yeah. that we can't travel to. Like but- walking across Spain. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, or just for me, I'm, like, walking around, like, a party in Spain, outdoor mm-hmm. party True. or something, and there's, like, that. some good food, and, like, maybe I just want that to happen, so. Yeah, true. Maybe, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It just reminds me of having a party, too, wherever yeah. you are. <laughs> it's like a party in your brain. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's our that's our final... Those are our final thoughts on this song. We love it. Yes. Thank you, Lillian, <laughs> for sending it to us. And it was great to talk to you. Very inspiring. Yeah, I'm so inspired. I'm like, I'm ready to go take the world head on and yeah, take the inspiration and advice that you gave everyone. I'm going to take it myself. So awesome. So if you didn't know, I have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash slash slow magic. <laughs> and we have a lot of imaginary friends on there. And we've been hanging out on Discord, which you can get access to, where you can ask us a question for the podcast, as well as just hang out with us. We're about to actually get on a, a group chat with our patrons after we record this. Um, but if you want to join on Patreon, I'm also releasing a bunch of uh, unreleased music on there just for Patreon, as well as some videos, a concert that I did in London. Um, so yeah, join us there if you want to help out the podcast as well as just us. Yes. So sp- speaking of a pipe, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking well today. Speaking of Patreon question, Patreon. Yes. Speaking of Patreon questions. What is this week's question? Question. <laughs> okay. So this question is from Lumi and he asked us 
where's some place you've never traveled to before and that we want to travel to? Awesome. Thank you, Lumi. Yeah, thank you, Lumi. Shout out to Lumi. Well, I have one. All right, what is it? I feel like, I feel really lucky that I've, uh, through doing this slow magic and you know, over the years, I feel like I've been everywhere I wanted to go, like when I was younger mm-hmm. and more, much more. But like, um, obviously like Paris and Japan and Iceland and all mm-hmm. those places, always wanted to go. But here's a place I want to go now. Greenland. I was going to say Greenland. Really? <laughs> yes. Get I don't out of know my why. head. I mean, Neither it's, do I. It's so cool. It's, it seems interesting, different, and, like, I know it's colder there than Iceland. That's, like, the whole Viking thing. But I don't know. I've seen some stuff about it, and it seems so kind of out there. The weirdest thing is we've never talked about Greenland. I know. <laughs> so, like, I'm very, like... At the most... we got to book a trip to Greenland. At the most, I think we've watched a House Hunters International. That's the only thing I can think of, too. But... And if you um, haven't seen it, please go look for it. But also the Faroe Islands, aren't they over there? I think so. That's a cool place too. But I mean, I I think that there's a lot of places I still want to visit, but something about Greenland seems cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of close to the East Coast. Maybe. It seems like it would vibe with us in a weird way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of Scandinavian and similar to Iceland maybe, but I could be completely wrong. If anyone listening out there is in Greenland, give us a shout. Give us a call. 1-800-PLAYDATE. Tell us what it's like and... Hey, book us over there to do a live concert when yeah. all this is over. In the summertime. A live podcast. Should we yeah. start should we start doing live podcasts when we can tour again? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the next logical step. Yeah. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I do wear a mask. That might be a little complicated. Well, you can like stand behind a curtain. Okay, cool. Well, the mask could have a mic built in. Well, if anyone wants to just see me talk on stage, let us know. But so is that your answer too? Yeah. Awesome. But now I'm like, oh, should I come up with something else? But no, I well, like Greenland. I, I, well, yeah, or maybe that's like great. a really snowy place in Japan. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, like we've been to Japan, but maybe like up north in Japan, yeah. like Hokkaido. Yeah, definitely. But, oh, but yeah. mostly like Greenland would be really cool. Yeah, Lumi, you got me thinking about traveling, which um, I wish we could do now, but we will do again. Everyone out there who's who's got the itch to travel while we're being stuck inside, it'll happen again. It's true. Someday. So. Thank you, Lumi, for the question, and thanks to everyone on our Discord for hanging out with us. It's been really fun during these quarantine times to have friends online. And speaking of friends online, we wanted to do a shout-out to the Magic VIPs, which is our top-tier patrons, starting with... Kayla Smith. Manny Batista. Matthew Callis. Lex Gabardine. Anderson Pierce. Neil. Aerodynamatic. Joe Alexander. Dylan Barningham. And Joey Weinberg. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much for being VIPs. And you know what? You can come backstage for the next podcast episode. <laughs> for our live, for our first ever live podcast. Wherever it is. You will be there backstage with us. Yeah. You might have to drive pretty far, but let's do it. Yes. But I think that's just about it for us this week. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to our podcast. If you aren't already, do it now. Yeah, and like (laughs) rate it and um, review it because we read those reviews. And when we get them, we get so excited that we read them to each other all like excitedly. Yeah, it's so nice to read the reviews and it helps other people find the podcast too. And we want more people to listen so they can find this awesome music that we're finding. 
And yeah, just thank you so much to everyone listening out there. And everyone who submits songs. We could not do this without all of you. Yeah, and also send us your songs at cool slash podcast. <laughs> that's that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> like, Bye. Bye. We're just out a little loopy right now. <gasps> Does anyone else ever stay up late making a podcast and just go a little bit crazy? Just a little bit. A little bit silly. Me too. <laughs> Well, we love you guys. Sweet dreams. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. Or sweet dreams. Or night. Or morning. Wherever you are. Oh, and remember to tell a friend. Oh. <laughs> I think Bro Magic just got here. No. Yo, what's up, guys? It's me, Bro Magic. No. Why are you like have a weird southern accent? Oh, me? <laughs> it's me, Bro Magic. <laughs> I heard people on the podcast really like bro magic, so oh here I am. God. Yeah, why are you Southern bro magic? Why oh, are you talking to yourself? That's bro magic. I'm slow magic. Oh my god. Yo, what's up? I'm bro magic. <laughs> I'm bro magic. Well, from the three of us, bye. <laughs> Leave a comment if you like bro magic. Yo, what's up? See you later. Peace. <laughs>